It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customers. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington. Broadcasting from the Eagle Broadcasting Studios here in beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. If this is your first time listening to the show, this is your weekly break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. In studio with me, as always, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. To the top, how are you? To the top, brother. Doing good, doing good. So we had a big weekend last weekend. Another home game at The Rock. Golden Eagles went off. 45 to nothing victory over Southern this coming weekend. The Golden Eagles back in action again against Louisiana Monroe. We've got uh, off topic, we've got the biggest fight of the year, Triple G and Canelo. So, uh, big weekend ahead as far as all that stuff goes. A little bit of uh, more uh, off topic news before we get into it. Next week, a week from tomorrow, Thursday, September 21st at Brewskies, we have the second annual roast of Hub City Comedy. Um, if you're into roast humor, it's going to be 10 local comics just going, just ripping on each other. I can't remember last year. Did you guys have a, a winner? No, it's no winner. It's just no winner. It's just a free for all. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. If you very, show up, you very, win. Yes. It's a very liberal show. Well, it, you know, it can go either way. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, we're looking for a title sponsor for the show. We're, we've been in the works for a while now. So if you guys are interested in inquiring about such, about presenting to the Top Talk, hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, um, shoot me an email, jamie at jamieerrington.net. We can discuss all the details, so forth and so on. All right, before we get into recapping last weekend's game, and we got a great show, our, our next segment, we're going to be, we went around tailgate this weekend and mm-hmm. talked to some different folks, kind of like what we did last year. So we got some great guests on that. But before we get to all that, this was a tweet today from Brett McMurphy, formerly of ESPN. It said, Conference USA and the Big Ten swap bowl spots. So what this means is Conference USA will now play, for this season only, Conference USA will play in the Armed Forces Bowl versus Army if they're eligible. And the Big Ten will take Conference USA spot in the heart of Dallas Bowl against the Big 12. So none of the details have been released. I can't imagine logically any any explanation that would make sense other than a lot of money? Yeah, I mean, before I just jump off the edge and go off on it, I want to see some sort of details. Right. That being said, the next time that Judy does something that makes sense, it will be the first time. <laughs> right. But I, I and and for a one a one year only, that even makes less sense. I don't. I don't know. I I really enjoy going to the going to the uh, Heart of Dallas Bowl. I'm I'm used to I'm used to the ever since we lost Mike's live. I'm used to the conference just bending over and just giving anybody whatever. Like, there's all these schools that left. Like uh, the last time we had conference realignment, there were supposed to be deals where those schools had to play conference USA schools. Mm-hmm. You know, home and home deals. There was never buy, happened. There were buyout deals that never happened. So uh, the whole thing is just laughable. I, I really, you know, as far as the conference USA home office goes. I mean, you really I don't I don't know what we're supposed to take seriously. Yeah. And um man, I mean, what else can you say about about the uh about the office? I mean, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was really looking forward to making that trip, you know, outside of going to New Orleans Bowl. It's kind of like the, the next one that I would like to go to. I mean, outside um, of qualifying for a, you know, one. And, of the, and, 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 with the, and with this new bowl, am I reading this right to where it's going to be Army or just there's not going to be a bowl? No, no, no. It'll be Army or they'll they'll throw somebody else in there. Okay. So it could be anybody. I mean, it could be somebody, that just a bowl-eligible team that doesn't have a bowl. Okay. Because I was thinking, well, everybody in the conference is going to have to be rooting for Army to just make it. No, no, no. They, they'll they they'll sub somebody in if they need to. But if Army is eligible, Army goes. If Army is eligible, Army will go. Okay. So, well, that's we had them I mean, I'm not for a while and beat them by sixty every time we played them. Yeah, so I mean, I'm great. not I'm not really excited about that. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. The the streak we went on where we didn't go to bowls. I'm just glad to be back in bowls. But I agree. I, why why would you forfeit this bowl? I mean, it it, it doesn't make any sense to me. You should call Judy and ask her. We, we we should call Judy on the air. I don't see Judy talking to me. No, probably not. And I don't blame her. I wouldn't talk to me either <laughs> because I have nothing good. There's nothing positive I can say about anything she's done. Yeah, well, and I hate it. I mean, this is this is the conference we're in right now. She but can get on our Tonka truck and <laughs> yeah, she can get on our Tonka truck right off into the sunset. You know, come on, Judy. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, but when we come back. We're going to visit with Southern Miss fans pretty much in all para- all the parameter of The Rock this past weekend. It was so fun going around talking to everybody, man. We're going to talk to everybody tailgating. So you guys come right back to us right here on To The Top Talk. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. So this past weekend, Jason and I kind of traveled around tailgating. Southern Miss was taking on Southern. We went went around. uh, We talked to some folks at our tailgate. We talked to some folks at some different tailgates. We talked to some listeners. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Here Here are our tailgating adventures at The Rock this past Saturday. It is now 2.25. Saturday at The Rock. We're out here in the friendly confines of the Black Ops tailgate spot behind Southern Hall, underneath the big oak tree, sitting here with Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. To the top, how are you? To the top, good, man. It feels like October out here. It doesn't feel like a, a, a early to mid-September game. No, and uh, I tell you what, I thought there were a lot of tents out here last week, which there were. Uh, this week, I think that there's even more tents than last time. So here's the hoping that the 10,000 people that just stayed out here tailgating the whole time actually go inside the rock. Let's go in. Let's do it. Focus, motivated, ready to go. All right, we'll catch up with you guys in a bit. It is 2.57 p.m. on Saturday. I am here at the Golden Eagle Black Ops tailgate with probably, I'd say he's probably like one of the top 10 or 15 Seymours to ever come through the university here, Daniel Locke. What's going on, man? Hey, Jamie. I'm, glad, I'm happy to be here. Good. I'm glad to have you, man. So, like, on the scale of where Seymour's ranked, I, I don't know where you you were one of the better ones, but not necessarily one of the top two or three. See, I'm going to disagree. I'm the one who invented the sliding down the, the rails at Reed Green. Uh, it may have been banned by now. There's a couple things that have been banned since uh, uh, I started it. Uh, some of it was dangerous, but but uh, I, I would definitely put myself in the top five. How many? Well, okay, top five's fair. Definitely not top two, but I would say top five is 
is somewhat fair. Uh, dude, you're back tailgating with us, man. It's great to be back at the Rock. Yeah, it's been a couple of years since uh, the oil field. I finally left the oil field and could actually get every weekend off. So uh, I'm glad I'm back. Uh, Birmingham's a little ways away, but it's it's worth the drive every week. Well, thanks for coming out, dude. Any prediction for the game today? I think we're going to play better than we did last week. I think we have a better understanding of our offense. Uh, having a, a more complete idea going into the game, I think it's going to get everybody a bit more settled than last week. Not to mention, I think uh, our opponent last week was a lot tougher than a lot of people give them. Uh, Score-wise, I would say 45-21. Oh, giving them the 21. Yeah, I think they may, they're going to take some shots and, and try and, and just go deep and, and make some plays happen. They've got some athletes on the team, and I think you know getting them getting the ball, may they may break one or two from us. Jason Bailey here. It's 3.09. As we inch towards kickoff here at The Rock, um, wandering around, ran into the infamous <laughs> Molly Mills. Uh, Molly? Hello, this is Molly. So, Molly, uh, you graduated from Southern Wind. Um, 2007, and then again in 2010. And looking at your family here, everybody here has always been a Golden Eagle fan? Always, always. There was not an option growing up. I was an Eagle through and through. So. And these days, you're a school teacher, right? I am. I teach first grade in Columbia. Okay, Columbia. That's awesome. About 30 minutes down the road. Yes. Um, so in your in your classroom, you have Southern Miss stuff just decked out everywhere? Everywhere. And of course, I have a few little fans. And the other day, I've got a funny little story. We were um, doing math, and we were using our little cubes. And I said something about, you just move this one over here to the top. And one of my little boys said, Miss Molly, you said it. And I said, what, Cooper? And he said, <laughs> you said to the top. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you know, I did. That's pretty funny. So... Much absolutely fans. yeah absolutely that's awesome so uh you guys you come out and set out on fridays or you get yes. started on saturday morning or when when does that go down yeah we usually come out on friday evenings and bring the tents and the tables and the chairs and just leave them and then saturday mornings we come out and and set them all up and get the food out and the decorations and all that good stuff so that's awesome well we really appreciate you listening to yes. the show spreading the golden eagle love in your classroom and everywhere else um so, so give everybody your twitter handle if you want to okay it's miles miller um, M-O-L-L-S underscore M-I-L-L-A. I was going to do that, but I would have just jacked it up all the way around. So anyway, uh, so anyway, any last words for the Golden Eagle faithful? To the top, baby. To the top. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks, Molly. <laughs> all right. Uh, so after we left Molly, uh, he's now 314. Ran into a couple of to the top talk favorites. These guys have been in studio. They've been interviewed, I don't know, like four or five times now. Uh, Jason Bailey alongside John Smith and Will Taylor. What's up, guys? Bump, how are you? To the top. This is going to be really awkward. I'm going to have to hold the phone like next to my face and your face, and all our faces are close together. But anyway, so you guys are riding around on the golf cart. I see that golf cart rule they tried to put in force. Uh, it just didn't really take hold, I don't think. I think they were worried about Kentucky and the uh, 22,000 fans that actually showed up. Yeah, it's going to be tough to enforce. So, you know, talking about the fans that showed up last game, I swear there was like 35,000 people here and at least enough to, to fill up there. Are you like, you know, get to like that 30,000 mark in the rock, but everybody just stayed out. Now, it's a really cool place to tailgate, but do you have any idea as the soul mobile goes by that, uh, that we can get more butts in the seats this game? What, what are your thoughts? I bump it's the question of uh, I don't think it's the question of the day or the week or the month. It seems like the question of the past decade. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, 
I think that's why Gilbert gets paid the big bucks. I hope he's got an idea. It's, uh, I would like to point it at conference as our problem, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, at some point, uh, Gilbert's going to get a Twitter app, Twitter handle, and we're going to be able to actually like ask him questions like that. But in my view, what everybody should probably do is beforehand go over to Glorybound, drink a bunch of Yingling, and then come on over to the Rock. I don't know. What do you think, Will? That's probably the best thing I've heard all day today. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, it's been a long day, but yeah, without a doubt, that that takes the cake. It's a great idea. There's plenty of yingling over there across the street. It's uh, for, what five for ten bucket specials? That's two dollars a beer, guys. That's that's college mugshot prices. That's awesome. So so as far as the game today, you know, it's a game we should probably win. Um, but in my opinion, I think we want to get our starters in and out of there, get up a bunch of scores, and see some of the young guys play. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, I think the blessing and the curse is there's where it seems like we're all young guys right now. But look, man, Quandra showed out. I think he earns the job. I'm excited to see him start today. Um, Will asked me, he's the gambler. He asked me earlier how what we win by, and I said I think uh, at least three three scores, and the line was 25. And I was like, man, you're on your own for the other four points. Will, what do you think? Ah, uh, man, I, I, I kind of right along those same lines. I think we're going to get everybody in. It'd be nice to get some reps. Everybody needs the reps, you know, second game of the year. But uh, get the young guys in, let them get moving. And I, to be honest with you, I feel like they might just throw the playbook out and let's just let's put up whatever we can just because I think that goes back hand in hand with getting people in the seats, you know. We want to see some action. So I think they'll probably get to do that today. Yeah, here's the hope, and Julian Allen gets the ball thrown to him. I don't know. You know, that was my big thing last week, Bump. That was the one – we had some people at my house afterward, and, of course, we were typical Southern Miss fans. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, and that was my one thing. Well, it was my two things. Number one, quit running the draw so much. Number two was Julian didn't even get a toss. What I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't know what gives. So, hopefully today the big man gets some balls thrown to him because he showed out last year at Kentucky. Yeah. So, it didn't really make sense. I don't know. All right, fellas. You have fun rolling around. We'll send everybody to Glory Mound, drink some yingling, and we'll see you all around to the top. Always a pleasure. It is 4.51 p.m. I'm here at the Golden Eagle Black Ops tailgate, sitting here with Kelly Sander. Now, I've known Kelly Sander for a long time, but where I first remember Kelly from was working at WDM doing sports. So, Kelly, what's your favorite memory covering Southern Miss, I guess, the past 30-plus years? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I've been asked that question a few times, Jamie. It, it has to be the, the 87 NIT championship. Absolutely. I mean, the only, the only thing I regret about covering that is that I was not on fraternity row the night <laughs> the night that we won it. In fact, I think we went to commercial break. We were doing the game on USA Cable Network. And uh, I don't even know if USA Cable Network exists anymore. But at any rate, uh, normally we go to commercial break and the, you know they, they switch the microphones off in the, in the trailer. Well, mine was left on. And somebody actually heard me say what I would give to be on Fraternity Row <laughs> tonight. And I, you can probably tell me. It was pretty, it was pretty wild. That was an amazing night. Amazing night in Golden Eagle history. Yeah, and, and they, then they followed it up with a couple of good, um, you know, NCAA tournament bids, which, you know, the money, the money and the recognition, you know, you couldn't get a ticket for, for Southern Miss basketball back then. When Louisville and Memphis would come to town, you know, it was, it was just a great, great atmosphere. And that was before the NIT, I mean, that was before the NCAA tournament expanded the 60, 62, 64 teams. Um, and it was, it was a much bigger deal back then. Yeah, the NIT was. Yeah, for sure. And and here was a, a group of uh, small town kids, really, because MK Turk had gathered kids from you know Randolph Keys was from Collins. You had Derek Hamilton from Mobile. 
I mean, they're all from right around this area. And some of those guys had never hardly been out of the state of Mississippi, let alone New York City. You know, so as and, and part of that, um, being with uh, WDAM and NBC affiliate, me and Derek Hamilton and some of the guys got to go see the David Letterman show and things like that. So the things that kind of went along that were side stories were, were just as enjoyable as covering the actual victory. It is now 4.58 p.m. on Saturday. I'm sitting here with Steve Farmer. You may have heard him on the show once or twice before. What's going on, Steve? Hey, man, just enjoying a little bit of Southern Miss tailgating and uh, getting ready for a fantastic game in this beautiful weather today. Weather is truly amazing. It's a great crowd up here. Hopefully everybody comes into the Rock and has a great time. I agree. I, from the looks of tailgating today, much like last week, we do not uh, we do not skimp on the tailgating. <laughs> what do you think about the game today? I'm excited. I think uh, I think our playmakers will be making plays again. I think Greg, starting at quarterback, will make plays, and I really do believe that. Uh, hopefully, and I say I believe that we will be able to get some of our second teamers in there early rather than later. So, I agree. I agree. What do you think about the pregame setup here at the Rock? Loving it. You know, of course, our tailgate tent is right there uh, in front of the new Skiana Hall. But one of the most fantastic things was to watch this morning was Southern come into our stadium pregame here. I tell you what, they must have 300 members of that band, and the way they come in is pretty impressive. It's just, you know, people taking snapshots and standing around it is pretty impressive. Okay, 539. Jason Bailey here with... The one and only Jason Forte. Jason, what's up, man? Man, I'm great, man. To the top all day, every day. To the top. Now, what? Now, where are you there? Are you still overseas? Are you still in the Philippines like playing basketball? What's up with, with, with Forte? Man, I just got back from the Philippines, I guess you can say about mm, eight months ago. I'm transitioning into retirement, man, but I got all the Southern Miss jerseys. I wear my Southern Miss jerseys all day, every day. That's what I'm talking about. Well, look, uh, I know that Southern of Baton Rouge is in town today, and they brought a lot of people to the game, but it looks like there's a lot of tailgating out here with Southern Miss people as well. What do you see with, as far as like what's going to happen in the game today? You said Southern who? Uh, only That's Southern, what I'm talking about. Only Southern I know is Southern Miss. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, personally, I think that, you know, getting Ito involved early, getting some of those guys who were kind of bottled up last week against Kentucky, getting those guys involved early, and, and honestly, getting kind of getting them out of the game by the third quarter would be just on the forefront if I was, if I was J-Hop. Um, but, you know, what do you think? I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I mean, let's let's get it going early. Sit those guys down second half, and hey, and let them boys rest, man. You know that Kentucky game was what it was. Let's put it behind us. Let's 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 go ahead and just uh, wreck shop on these guys tonight from Southern Baton Rouge, and 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 make them have nightmares of Hattiesburg. Now, as far as the game goes, let's put that behind us for a second. Here's the real question of the day. There's a guy that, that tailgates with us all the time. His name's Kirk Overby, one of my favorite people in the world. We went to high school together. Well, Kirk's a rather swole cat, and so are you. So, if we were to do a push-up contest right now, who, who do you think would win? Uh, man, I guess, I, I guess I'm a few years Kirk's senior, so, uh, you know, I'm always bet on myself, so... Kirk, wait, wait, let's get it. Let's get it on, Kirk. Let's get it on. Whoa! The gauntlet has been thrown down. I tell you what, we'll come back to you later on after the game, maybe at halftime. We'll see if this actually happens. But my money is on is on Mr. Forte. Sorry, Kirk. <laughs> I mean, when when it's when it's that type of uh, that type of competitive uh, 
competition. They need to just let us go on the middle of the 50-yard line, you know, at halftime and make it happen. I agree 100%. All right, Jason Bailey signing off. Headed up to game time. We're inching towards game time here, and it uh, looks like we're about 15 minutes away. Uh, so I missed to the top. To the top. All right, that was our adventures in tailgating at the Southern Miss versus Southern game this past weekend. Jason, did that push-up contest ever happen? I don't think so. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We might need to start doing those interviews a little bit earlier. <laughs> I know, right? I know. As the segment went on, you you could tell that I was, you know, you get you were having a good time, man. You were having a blast, dude. <laughs> All right. So when we come back, we're going to break down Southern Miss's game against Southern, and we're going to talk some about Southern Miss versus Louisiana Monroe this weekend. You guys come right back to us right here on the Score fourteen hundred AM and News Radio ninety eight point one FM in Hattiesburg to the top. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey here in studio. Let's talk a little Southern Miss football, shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so this past weekend, the Golden Eagles defeated the Southern Jaguars 45 to nothing. In this game, the Golden Eagles put up 477 yards of total offense. That's 197 yards rushing, 280 yards Passing. Pretty solid day. It, it seems like they kind of shut it down a little bit in the second half, but uh, first half they really lit them up. It's fun to kind of get back to uh, this is kind of how it's supposed to be. Right. Inside right. of Miss Land. Like, you know, we started off with a, uh, a team from that conference and had a really good showing, probably gave it away. Uh, we're defensive driven with playmakers and we dominate teams we're supposed to. That's Southern Miss football. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Unfortunately, it's also Southern Miss football when you you know lose a game in the middle of the year. You probably should, and uh, but but usually when we do that, we steal one that we shouldn't. So we'll see how all that goes. But with this favorable schedule that we have, we keep everybody upright, keep everybody healthy, get these ankles feeling better. We got yeah. ankles going down left and right. Oh I don't yeah, know what the deal with that is, but but yeah, it's, it's nice to get back to just it just feels kind of normal again. Uh, and, uh, you know, I enjoy watching the high-flying high offenses, but it's been nice seeing those defenses go out there and hit people in the mouth. Yeah. I mean, we've had some solid defenses the past few years, but nothing like that we used to have. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I understand the game's changed. And, you know, but anyways. So, quarterbacks in this game. Uh, Quadre Griggs got the start. He went 15 for 23 for 209 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Keon Howard came into the second half, went five for nine for 71 yards. In the running game, my boy T-Rod Daniels led Mm. the way, 86 yards on 10 carries. One of those was a 49-yard touchdown run. If you go back and you listen to uh, the post-game comments, Jason Munns posted them. Absolutely great. Um, He was not going to be denied on that run. And he went in there and made it happen and got his first touchdown in a Golden Eagle uniform. We're, I know we were talking about it earlier, but when he, he came around that left side and he hit the sideline, it was like he hit the rocket boosters or something. Yeah. You know, he hit the B button on the controller or, and just, I mean, he was just absolutely gone. I've heard about the speed a lot and I knew what everybody was talking about. When you see it up close and personal, it is crazy fast. And yeah. Quez had some plays too, but that one in particular play, um, 
it, it's probably you know going to light up the uh, the film room this week. I would think. Oh, on absolutely. Both sides. Yeah. I, I, ULM's probably looking at it too, saying, "Oh, we got to do something about this guy." Goodness, yeah. We got Ito and this guy. Awesome, great. <laughs> um, the offensive player of the game is chosen by the Southern Miss coaches. Alan Zay Staggers had five receptions for 62 yards, one touchdown. Also on the receiving side of the ball, Jalon Adams, the true freshman out of Alabama, Gatorade Player of the Year in Alabama last year, two receptions for 51 yards. On the flip side, the Southern Miss defense held Southern to 140 yards of total offense, 62 yards rushing, 78 yards passing. Would have, would have been a lot lower than that had they not taken their foot off the gas at the end. Yeah. De- defensive player of the game, Cornell Armstrong, he gets an interception, returns at 46 yards for a touchdown. So that's two Bassfield boys showing out and getting on, on the board there. Yeah. Getting back to, uh, you mentioned Jalon Adams a minute ago. He's kind of like staggers, but we're going to have him for four years. True. You know, I mean, it's, it's awesome having Stag while we got him. I wish we had him the last two. Um, and J-Line getting this early start, uh, I can't wait. We're going to be talking about this guy for the next four years. Oh, absolutely. That's just that's awesome. We're playing a lot of freshmen right now. Kind of have mm-hmm. to in certain spots. But um, as far as tackles go, we had uh, three defensive players with five tackles each. True freshman Tyler Barnes, Xavier Marion, and Kelsey Douglas. Sacks, uh, the Golden Eagles had a few. Jaquez Turner had uh, 1.5 for a six-yard loss. Paul Thigpen had one sack, and Rakeem Booth had half a sack. So I guess Turner and Booth got together on one of them and, and took them down. Special teams. Paul Thigpen was named the special teams player of the week after recovering a fumbled punt snap for a touchdown. The uniforms. They, they kept those black helmets with the mm-hmm. Eagle Head logo, but wore the black jerseys and black pants. They look sharp. Yeah. I love the helmet. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear a lot of people talking about they don't. You're never going to please everybody all no, the time. No, no, no. Um, and some people have said that, that the logo might look better on a white helmet. Maybe. No, I, it, I think we should wear black helmets, man. Yeah, I mean, I it, it, it looks it that. looks awesome. Yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. let's just keep it on there. And and what we've said it a million times, but everything looks great when you're winning. Let's Absolutely. Just keep on winning, and all of a sudden, if we, you know we reel off like five or six in a row, uh, the people who don't like the helmets are going to say, you know what, this almost look pretty good. This coming weekend, Southern Miss will be taking on Louisiana Monroe. Southern Miss sitting at 1-1 one one right now, Louisiana Monroe 0-1. Their game last weekend against Florida State was postponed due to Hurricane Irma. So the last time they played, they fell to the Memphis Tigers 37-29. to That was in a downpour from, from Harvey, from the remnants mm-hmm, of Harvey. Right. Uh, so they've caught it from both sides there. Uh, that game coming up this Saturday, September 16th. At 6 p.m. Central Time, you can watch it on ESPN3 or the Watch ESPN mobile app. Southern Miss currently a six-and-a-half-point favorite. This series all-time, USM leads the series 3-1 to one with the last meeting taking place September 8, 1993. Southern Miss won that game 44-37. The head coach for the Warhawks is Coach Matt Viator, who is 4-9 and nine at Louisiana Monroe right now. Overall, he's 82-42 and 42 as a head coach. He spent 10 seasons at McNeese State. Every time we had an opening here at Southern Miss, this guy's name was in the mix. So he's kind of a guy that's kind of been waiting for a shot and finally just took it at Louisiana Monroe. Seems like he's building a program. I don't know you know, how good they're going to be. I saw them in some bowl projections, uh, but in the preseason, and by the coaches of the Sun Belt, they were projected to finish ninth in the Sun Belt. Um they're running a two-quarterback system right now. The word is that Garrett Smith, he's a junior quarterback, is going to start. 
Caleb, Caleb Evans is a sophomore he, who will also play. I think in that last game, let's see, I've got the stats here. Garrett Smith went 10 for 17 for 171 yards, one TD, one interception. And Caleb Evans went 11 for 20 uh, for 108 yards with one touchdown. And I think that was in that in that monsoon they had to play it against Memphis. So not really much of a sample size to know how this Louisiana Monroe team is going to be. I know that they were a team that a lot of teams have run over the past few years, but it seems like they're starting to, to move in the right direction. With us only being a six-and-a-half-point favorite, you kind of have to take this game a little more seriously than than we might have when, when it first was announced on the schedule. I feel a little bit better after watching last weekend, uh, but obviously Monroe is going to be better than Southern was this past weekend. Sure. I hope they're not. I hope we, you know, we do the same thing again. But um, I look forward to it, man. I'm actually not going to get to go. I've been planning on going, but I can't. I have to do some work around here. I'm not going to get to go, but my dad is. Oh, cool, cool. I told him I might turn him loose with a microphone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, they've got one of the biggest offensive lines in college football. they got a very, very large line. So I'm hoping that our speed on defense can can make What about miss. their defensive line? You know, Memphis, Memphis put up, let's see here, Memphis put up 319 yards rushing. Holy smokes! So I don't. Of course, that wasn't like sideways rain and all that. Uh, but, but still, but rushing you, you, is rushing. You know they're going to rush it. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the rain, you would think you your run defense if they're wow. somewhat if solid. Memphis put up that much. I mean, we're running back you at the moment. We just, have, you know, um, we still got a little inexperience up front. That's the only thing I'd worry about. But it seems like our, um, you know, defense is our strong point. It seems like their offensive line is going to be their strong point. All, we've struggled on our offensive line. They've obviously struggled on their defensive strength line. Strength so. versus strength. Strength versus strength. Or exactly. weakness versus weakness, however you want to look at it. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We've got a few more segments left. Still talking Southern Miss athletics. Come right back to us right here on To the Top Talk. It was Welcome back to the top talk. Jamie Arrington here with Jason Bailey. We were talking about Southern Miss versus Louisiana Monroe this weekend. Uh, it, it looks like Louisiana Monroe, they've got a special alternate uniform, the, the P-40 bomber uni
but you know, we had all we had turnovers in every form of weather imaginable last year. I think um, you know, and I, I, I know, I, I think it was Munns that mentioned like the law of averages. Uh, yeah, and eventually they're just going to swing back our way. But uh, there, we have this speed that we have, not only offensively but defensively. It's just going to cause so many problems. And, and if you put stuff like rain or anything like that in the way, it only favors us. So it's hard to predict turnovers. Um, but you look ahead at the schedule, and then you combine depth with speed and the fact that the law of averages have to swing back at some point. And this would seem like the year that we would flip the table from last year. You would think so. Turnover-wise. You would think so. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so Conference USA this past week. We'll, we'll look at a couple of these games. So FIU beat Alcorn State seventeen to ten. Goodness, <laughs> Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Although we did something very similar to that uh, when Jay Hop was at Alcorn. <laughs> well, that's true, but that's a totally different. You <laughs> yeah, know. that was on the way back from. You know, yeah, what's his name? Um, Kansas State fifty five, Charlotte seven, Wisconsin thirty one, FAU fourteen. FAU kind of they kind of held their own for a little while there. Um, Ball State fifty-one, UAB thirty-one. The the, the comeback is is not fully <laughs> taking place yet. Middle ten thirty, Syracuse twenty-three. There you go. We got a conference got a win after they fell on their face uh, the week before against Vanderbilt. Old Dominion seventeen, UMass seven, NC State thirty-seven, Marshall twenty, SMU fifty-four, North Texas thirty-two, UTSA seventeen, Baylor ten. So. You know, Baylor was like, I think, a 10-point favorite in that game, and I kind of expected, you know... To come back after that Liberty loss? Because now they're 0-2. Well, well, no, I I expected UTSA to win. Okay. But I thought they'd do a little better than this, given how bad Liberty beat them up. Right. Illinois defeated Western Kentucky 20-7, Rice 31, UTEP 14, and Mississippi State 57, Louisiana Tech 21. If you watched... If you did not watch the the, uh, Louisiana Tech game, which... Most of us didn't because we were at our game. There was a f- ridiculous fumble. Like uh, Louisiana Tech had it third and no second and goal, and they fumbled. Mm-hmm. And State kicked it, and they kicked it again, and Tech <laughs> kicked it, and it went all the way back like to the seven yard line. It was like third and what third and ninety three. Yeah, third and goal. Third and goal with ninety three yards to go. <laughs> yeah, the only thing missing was like a some. I don't know, carnival music and like a, <laughs> a a windmill to run through or something, you know? It was crazy. And as as much as, you know, I don't really know. I, I, I don't watch a whole lot of football outside of USM. But um, I'm looking at this thing. And, and number one, I was talking to some, some of my state friends, and they're like, you don't have anything to worry about. Louisiana Tech's no good. To which I replied, well, that's the problem. <laughs> like, when Louisiana Tech has a has a really good team, is ranked and, come, and stuff like that, and we're having a down year, we can just throttle them. Well, so you flip it over, and who knows? But anyway, that along with uh, Western Kentucky, a lot of the pundits had you know Western Kentucky winning the conference again, and said this this change of quarterback, change of coaching staff wasn't going to matter at all. Well, it looks like it probably is. Yeah, I I I, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't think Western was going to pull this out. I mean, if they do, um. I, middle 10 looks to be the best team. But see, you know, some of these sites have Conference USA power rankings, and it's laughable. Because, yeah, we're like 
seventh and one of them or something? Yeah, fourth and one. Oh, Nobody's really separated themselves. Mm-mm. I'll put us up against any team on this list right now. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Now, we have some injuries we need to overcome before we face some of these teams, but, I mean, it's it's laughable, you know, to see those rankings. Conference USA this week. Uh, this Friday night, Arizona taking on UTEP. FIU in Indiana was canceled, I guess, because of the weather. Coastal Carolina is at UAB. North Texas at Iowa. Oh, they're going to get confused on that one. Middle 10 <laughs> is taking on Minnesota. North Carolina, all right, is taking on Old Dominion. Uh, North Carolina A&T is at Charlotte. Bethune-Cookman at FAU. Kent State at Marshall. Louisiana Tech in Western Kentucky duking it out 6 p.m. Saturday night. That's the game. Well, we're playing during the think the same time. but um, ODU will probably give Carolina trouble. I think so, too. I think so, too. Southern, who we played this past week, is taking on UTSA. And Rice is at Houston. The battle for Houston. And all that goes along with that. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. we got one segment left. Come right back to us. We're going to be talking more Southern Miss right here on To The Top. Talk. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. Let's shut it down. Special thanks to our guests this week, Daniel Locke. You can follow him on Twitter at Daniel Locke with an E underscore. Molly Miller, you can follow her at Malls underscore Milla, M-I-L-L-A. John Smith, you can follow him on Twitter at Blue Feet and Beer. Will Taylor at Will Taylor 9. Kelly Sanner at Kelly J. Sanner. Steve Farmer at Fan, the number four, So Miss. And Jason Forte at I Am J. Forte. You can follow us on Twitter at To The Top Talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Errington. You can follow Jason at Bumper J Bailey. Facebook as well. To The Top Talk, Jamie Errington Comedy, all that good stuff. We've been listened to now in 46 states. The only states that not have not listened to To The Top Talk yet. New Hampshire, Utah, Vermont, West Virginia. Four states left to go, and we're going nationwide. We've already been listened to in 34 countries, so there's that. West Virginia's weird. Because I think Marshall's there. I think once Marshall, we play Marshall, I think that'll take care of itself. But we're just we're trying to take over the country. It's some kind of silly taking over the country. Taking over the country, <laughs> like Austin Power style. Yeah, Austin. All it takes is one listen to state, and we claim it for some reason. <laughs> My next comedy show Thursday, September the twenty first, is the second annual roast of Hub City Comedy at Brewski's. If you if you love roast, it's going to be a great time. 10 local comics just going at it. It starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are only $5. Next week, hoping to have a guest. If not, we're going to have a Southern Miss versus ULM recap. Be sure to look for the show on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and now Stitcher. If you have Stitcher, we're on Stitcher. So subscribe. Give us a rating, a review. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell your friends. Just get the word out about To The Top Talk. Uh, we're having a great time doing this. I hope you guys enjoy listening. All right, Jason. Canelo Triple G, who you got? I don't know. <laughs> Boxing stuff. I, I got the boxer guy. Is there is there a boxer and an MM, MM whatever guy in this one? or is it? It's straight up boxing. It's real boxing. Okay, well, who do you got? I think that I got Triple G. Triple G is one of my uh, favorite Oh, see, that's right here wrong. I got Canelo. There you go. Well, see, Canelo, you know – Triple G fought Daniel Jacobs last time, and he's a boxer, gave him some trouble. So if Canelo can get in there and box, he could give Triple G some tr- trouble. Where are you but, watching the game this weekend? 
I guess the crib. The crib. The Is crib. everybody invited? No, because I got to clean up everything. I mean, we can have a, just a handful, but yeah, I I, I I've, I haven't been at the house all week, so we need to cook out. Let's do that. Okay, your house, and you could you and you do all the cooking. <laughs> okay, it sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> and give me some beer. What do you want to see out of this Golden Eagle team this weekend? A W. Good weather. Greg stays healthy. I'd like to see Picasso get back in there. Yeah. And Guido and T-Rod, at least with a score piece. Okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll take a win any way we can get it, but I'd like to see some some more consistency on the offensive line. I'd like to see mm-hmm. us push them around, and I'd like to see the defense just keep doing what they're doing and shutting them down. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to catch us next week right here on To The Top. Talk.